Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. With me, as always, is my brother Travis, and we're continuing our dive into metal for the month of October, and dude, I had no idea who we were talking about today. This is a band called Ghost, and uh, just based on the 54 seconds that we listened to that song, I'm I'm feeling some some corn vibes. Whoa, slow <laughs> slow down, bro. You're <laughs> corn vibes. The ba- I, I don't know why, but Dude. the bass. Gave me some, what, new metal vibes? Let's pretend you didn't say any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you learned anything in Metal Month, dude? No, I haven't. All right. So, um, yeah, there's nothing (laughs) nothing about this band that is new metal. All right. So, these guys are called Ghost. You're right about that part. (laughs) (laughs) They are, uh, in, in the U.S., they go by... Ghost BC for legal reasons. Um, I don't remember what the legal reason is for that, but so anyway, you may have seen them uh, referred to as Ghost BC. They are a heavy metal band from Sweden. And um, if you've seen pictures of these guys before, um, you'll know that they have um, sort of a gimmick to them, right? Basically, lead singer dresses in sort of like this demonic satanic pope costume and the rest of the members of the band uh wear these masks that fully obscure their face and they're wearing like sort of like cardinal robes and stuff and they go by um or they are referred to as the nameless ghouls and um you don't know who it is like it could be anybody right because they don't say their names right so um, 
a lot of people think that like Dave Grohl drummed with them on tour once and like all this other kind of stuff, you know, that famous, well-known metal musicians will sort of like rotate in and out of the nameless schools, you know? Oh, cool. Well, can I ask you something real quick? The singer. Yeah. Is, is he also wearing a mask? Yes. But is that mask his face as a mask? No. So we, okay, here's the thing. Okay. We do know who the singer is. It's the founder of the band. His name is uh, Tobias Forge. Um, but he either, like, in the beginning when he went by the Pope, I guess he, all right, so he went by the name Papa Emeritus, um, and he wore basically, like, makeup that made his face look like a skull, right? Mm. Now he, he, he goes by the name Cardinal, Cardinal Copia, and that is a mask that he's wearing. When it, if you see him now... I'm gonna send you some pics, Q, because this is this is some cool stuff. But anyway, um, let me let me let me slack it to you. Let me slack it to you. Let me slack it to you. <laughs> okay, can I ask you in the meantime? Like, there's not any part of you that agrees with me on the whole corn thing. And no. can I explain why I think it sounds like corn? I would love to hear you try. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I lied, dude. It's just, always, it's been a mask the whole fucking time. Okay, but uh, except for this you? one, yeah, early on it wasn't. Go ahead. Would you? Yeah, give me them. Let me see them pics, dude. I, see me I those slacked. Pics. Oh shit! <laughs> I put them in the wrong <laughs> channel, <laughs> dude. Okay, I I thought the bass the bass line sounded like a corn song. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you not agree at all? <laughs> Hold on, man. Uh, all right. I just slacked that in the Democratic Debates channel <laughs> at my work. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen that before, dude. That's dope. Okay. But wait, that's not a mask, though. Look at the ear, man. It's a silicon mask. You see the ear? Man, yeah, that's really cool, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get back into it here. Um, I'm curious to know what... What made you think of of corn when you heard that that intro that we played? Which, by the way, the intro song that we were playing uh, was called "From the Pinnacle to the Pit." That was on their 2015 album Mel- Meliora. I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. Here's the thing about them, dude. They use a lot of like Latin words and shit, so I'm gonna be mispronouncing stuff all night here. But whatever, it's something that we do around here, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, I just thought the baseline sounded kind of like. Like it was in that corn vein. Okay, it's probably just the bass tone, maybe. Nothing about the style, like screams fieldy from corn. All right. Well, look, dude, it's fine. I'm I, look. Okay, uh, look. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to like. I'm trying to like assess the lay of the land. All right. And I still don't know. Okay, so what is ghost? In like, you know, in in the fucking landscape of metal where does ghost fit because i obviously have no clue the thing so i've listened to honestly they're kind of they're kind of all over the map as far as like their styles like from track to track like the the track we played right then uh or from the pinnacle to the pit the intro track Mm -hmm. it's a little bit heavier than some of their other stuff okay uh his his vocal styles are certainly more like traditional rock sounding than metal he really doesn't have a metal voice at all 
But, I mean, they're classified as... This is what I'm talking about, dude. Even Wikipedia doesn't know what to do. The The genres that they're classified under... Uh, and, and this is probably like what I'm saying. It's like, you're going to hear elements of all of this stuff. Hard rock, heavy metal, obviously. Doom metal, which I don't agree with at all. Psychedelic rock, progressive rock, and pop rock. Pop rock? You know what I'm pop saying? Pop rock? Right, exactly. But the, But... This is what I'm saying. It's like there's really nothing, uh, you know, th- th- they they run the gamut when it comes to like rock styles. But f- for the most part, because of their lyric, uh, the themes in their lyrics, the way that they dress, the whole aspect of like their performance, their their live show and stuff like that. These guys are a metal band. You know, like there's no no way around that. But you can't put them in one one box, you know. So. Can I ask you, I mean, this is just a sidetrack. Let me just ask you, I don't know if we got around to this last week when we covered Kimis, but where would you put Kimis? Well, you remember the whole thing that like they, Kimis in particular, they don't, they don't like the, the, the doom metal term. Okay. And I agree that they don't, they don't like strictly fall in that category either. Yeah. Um, but like they said, um, their goal with Chemist is to to make metal that sounds like the kind of metal that got them excited about metal when they were teenagers, you know, whatever that means. Like the reason that they get the doom metal label is because their first album, you know, that we played a clip from last week, Absolution, has the slow, more like sludgy guitar sound. And they still have, they carry that through all the way. But I mean, there's a lot of other things that they bring to the table. Like they bring in elements from a lot of different metal styles, but they're much more, cons- I will say that they're much, much more consistent than Ghost is like with their sound. Okay. But. And before we get to the next clip, I, I'm realizing that it's silly to ask that question. Like, where do you think this band falls under? Because it's not like if you're in a band, you're not like, all right, guys, what genre do you want to fall under? Yeah. It's not like you have a sound in mind. It's just whatever comes out, you know, as, as a group. Right, right. Well, it's silly to ask that question, but like, the, you so know. the funny thing is, like, remember I played that interview clip in the very beginning of last week's episode? They have a whole segment where they talk about where Phil, the lead singer of, of Chemist, talks about how he thinks that um, it's, Usually, it, he he thinks it's more. It does more harm than good. Uh, the way that rock or metal kind of has fragmented themselves like that. You know what I mean? He said, "We just want to be yeah, called a metal band. That's what we are. We're metal." You know. And that's where I'm struggling with. And for some reason, I keep trying to ask you, like, hoping that you have answers for me. Yeah, there's never one answer. Because I'm just, never one I'm answer. just curious to know, you know, what where the differences are in this genre. Because yeah. I know that there's a lot of different styles of metal but right i'm just curious you know a lot of times it's going to be it's not going to be one you know genre thrown on a band yeah yeah okay so let's real quickly um like i, I talked about the nameless schools the uh, you know basically everybody but the lead singer is just referred to as a nameless ghoul and these masks are really the masks cool, are really dude. really cool yeah really cool they, they don't have mouths on the mask you know yeah obviously for for a reason but they're wearing like a black felt mask underneath the metal ones. Or yeah, so you can't even see their skin tone, you know. 
really cool dude. On, on purpose because really cool. they're trying not to give away anything about who these people are yeah um anyway all right so let's get into the music so this is going to be you know this is a sidetrack episode so it's going to be pretty short that's all you need to know about these guys um also i guess this is probably could go without saying but basically if you go see them live it's basically like you are at a uh, a mass like a church catholic mass for satan Ooh. basically which is cool right i like i like the i mean that's the thing it's like a lot of times people say oh heavy metal you know it's all about satan and stuff and like a lot of bands like do that and do it in a really like corny and cheesy way yeah and, they do it on purpose cuz they think it's funny well but that's the thing about ghost not only are they doing it in sort of a cheesy way but like they they have they essentially have gone like full to that like they're leaning so hard into it that it's like everything about them is is like satan worship basically right okay like they 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 just put out a single uh last month the name of the single is called 7 inches of satanic panic nice if you look at the song names just over their discography they've got you know satan prayer is is the name of a song uh secular haze depth of satan's eyes <laughs> devil church so anyway like i said they're leaning into it like full-blown you know what i mean and they're not ashamed of it and that's just like that's what you're in for when you go to a concert and you see them live like you're you're at a satanic church service basically i kind of want to go see them live. Oh, now, yeah dude. i would love to see them live yeah uh like if you look at some of the photos of like their stage um like decoration and stuff they've got like this stained glass uh, projections on the wall behind them. You know? My guess is a lot of upside down crosses. Oh yeah, dude, it's in their logo. Their logo, the the uh, the T <laughs> and ghost is obviously like you said, an upside down cross. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, all right, let's so let's just get into it. This is like the perfect band for October, you know, because it's it's you know Halloween season. You know, this is just it's perfect, right? Let's do it. So like Tobias, um, like the one of the very first songs that he wrote. I'll tell the story and then you guys can go listen to it on your own if you want to because I disagree with his assessment of the song. Um, he says that when he wrote it, that it was possibly the most heavy, or he said, probably the most heavy metal riff that has ever existed. And then he said... He said that about a riff that he wrote himself. Yeah. Dude. Now listen to this, Q. When the chorus came to me, it haunted my dreams. Oh, come on. Every time I picked up the guitar, I ended up playing that progression. And when I fit the words in, it seems to cry out for a satanically oriented lyric. Dude, this guy. But that's the thing, dude. I said, all right. Come on, Tobias. You know, when I read that, I was like, oh, shit. You know, it's going to be pretty (laughs) fucking heavy then, right? Yeah, like I'm going to get chills. All right, let's just play it anyway, dude. Because I want you to, I want you to, I want you to hear the quote unquote most heavy metal riff. That has ever existed. I, I I would love to hear that. All right. So this song that he's talking about that he wrote that haunted his dreams and shit is called Stand By Him. And it's on the first album, Q. So why don't you play a little bit of that? Because I, I, let's just see about this heavy metal riff, the most heavy that's ever existed. Dude, I better get some, some goosebumps at the very least. Just prepare to be unimpressed. Okay. Okay.
this is not even PG thirteen well, metal. No, I mean the lyrics are, are, are corny as fuck, right? But I mean, like it's I said, the dude, night of the witch. Come I on, know, dude, bro. I know, but that but that's those are the words that haunted his dreams. Q. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why did you why did you play this for me? Well, I thought, it, but how can I say that? He is quoted as as saying that this is the heaviest metal riff of all time, and not play it sure. so that we can then say how wrong he is. So you're okay. So you you're you're you you played this for us to prove that he is wrong. Yes, but here's the thing. Okay, it's it's a good contrast to the to the actual song that I'm going to play for us today because it just shows you how how much they've improved, right? Like this is literally. And this came out in 2010. Let's let's throw that. Yeah. Out. Well. He, yeah. It's almost 10 years ago. Right, but he wrote the song in like 2006. Like this was him before he even decided to name the band Ghost and do the whole thing with the the mask and the nameless ghouls and stuff. He wrote this song. So it's like, okay. yeah, it's the first Ghost song that was written. So anyway, gotcha. um, All right. here's another interesting thing. So so he wrote this, um, like he was saying, the, the riff itself seemed to cry out for a satanically oriented lyric, as he says. So he said here um, that... You know, he had another guy that um, that he had played with in another band. He was in a band called Repugnant, and he had a bandmate called Gustav Lindstrom. Um, and so he asked him to, you know, come and record the song with him, the song Stand By Him. And he basically told Lindstrom that this definitely does not sound like two dudes that look like you and I. And so it was at that moment that he said, um, you know, let's make this a quote-unquote theater band and use our love of horror films and the traditions of scandinavian metal in the band's imagery okay so there you go cool uh hey let's take a quick break and then we'll get back into this so regardless of how you feel about that song in particular and whether or not it's the heaviest metal riff you've ever heard in your life um because of that song like that's how the idea of ghost was born. And so they've taken that idea and ran with it. And like, they've definitely like, like I was, I've been saying like they lean into it. And I, you know, as you're going to see by this next, this next song, which is from the very next album called infest. Dude, I can't say any of this shit. Hold on. Um, pronounce, pronounce. So here's the funny thing, dude. I'm glad that I'm not the only one who has a hard time pronouncing this. I typed in like in you know the name of this album, which is Infestesumam, and there's an article on in the on the Metal Injection website that says, "Can you pronounce the name of the new Ghost album?" So they <laughs> um, okay, Infestesumam, Infestesumam, no, yeah, Desumam, something like ma'am? that. Anyway, nobody can pronounce it. But uh, so this song, we're going to play this next one. This is a dope ass song, dude. This is what I'm talking about. If you think of like, how would a satanic mass sound? This is the song that you're going to hear. So this is called Year Zero. Lucifer. 
that's exactly what I was hoping to hear. Yeah. Dude. Like I said, man, this is like this is the idea of Ghost like perfectly realized right here. This song. So so let's recap what you were saying like the first song we heard was a, was a song that he wrote back in 2006. It was literally it, yeah, he wrote it before he even decided to 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 make the band who they are, right? I mean like it's just yeah. he wrote the song and then like he said, you know what, like this, like I need some satanic lyrics behind this. And then he said, you know what, yeah. if we're going to play songs like this, like we need to not look like just let's two just, normal dudes. Let, yeah, let's just fucking go all yeah. out. Yeah, and then, you know, literally <laughs> great, seven man. years later uh, in 2013, when they when they came out with this album, like this is what became of, of Ghost, right? Like they're doing stuff like this. And this is what they've been doing, you know, ever since. But Okay, so. Um, Can I read the lyrics to you first, Q? Yes, please do. The the choir of of voices that you're hearing in the beginning, they're they're basically just naming off different the different names for Satan. They're basically like summoning summoning him, right? Yeah. Belial, Behemoth, Beelzebub, Asmodeus, Satanus, Lucifer, right? Mm-hmm. And then like so the the verse is you know something like this: Since dawn of time, the fate of man is that of lice, equal as parasites and moving without eyes. A day of reckoning when penance is to burn. Count down together now and say the words that you will learn. And then the chorus is Hail Satan, Archangelo, or Archangel. Hail Satan, welcome year zero. It's just cool shit, man. I mean, if like I said, this month, uh, I'm all about this kind of stuff, dude. I love watching horror movies and just yeah. know, cranking up stuff like this. Because it's just, you know, it's fucking fun. I just want to say this and like... You know this about me. One of the things that stops me from getting into metal is that I feel like it's too cheesy. But like when I listen to this, these guys are doing it on purpose. This yeah. is what it's all about. They're, yeah, it's ba- you know, it's a little bit of like tongue in cheek. Like they know it's cheesy. You know it's cheesy. Let's all just have some fucking fun. You know what I mean? Well, that I can get behind. So maybe that's maybe that's what i need to like that's the mindset i need to get into when i'm listening to metal right yes. is that is that safe but to that's say? the thing Here, here's the thing yes some bands do it and it's like it it's silly that they're doing it because you know like that that band uh some of that like legitimate black metal that literally is trying to worship worship satan like personally i, I don't know about it but i'm curious there's plenty of that <laughs> in the history okay. of, of metal too and that's where it's like Okay, you actually believe this shit, and like you're taking yourselves too seriously. Well, I mean, freaking Ozzy Osbourne, like, bit into a live bat. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, but that was just it, it was a dove. He thought that I think he thought it was dead, you know, or something like that, or whatever. <laughs> I don't, or, I don't know, know. I think he was on drugs or something. You know, yes, he did do that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it's Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, whatever. No, but like, I'm into this dude. Like, and and. And the fact that like I'm you know I'm staring at the album art right now and that's what they're going yes. for and that's the thing it's like I'm we're all it, we're all in on it together you know what I mean okay I I tend to like metal bands that sing about things other than Satan worship right okay I mean there's a lot of that out there uh, bands like Sepultura that sing about like you know the you know they they're from Brazil they sing about political oppression and like you know issues that they you know, like like social issues and stuff like that metal a lot of times is about you're singing about things like that like metallica you know well, and like it. the band you showed me last week chemist was singing about sleep paralysis right they're singing about but again it's always it's always you know heavier subject matter. it's like yeah they were singing about 
like personal demons. Yeah, right. Ghost is singing about they're they're trying to summon the devil. They are literally worshiping Satan in every lyric that they write. Yeah. And it's cool. It's, it's fun. You know? Dude, uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm into it, and I feel like I'm more into it because it's October. <laughs> yes. Uh, like I said, dude, anytime it's October, you got to put on some ghost. You just have to. And, but that's the thing. Let me. I will say this, though, dude. Not every song is as, as like, fun and, like, well-constructed as that one. There's a lot. That was a, that's a, I, I'm into That's a great it, song. That's, that's great. Uh, that's I would say song. track two on their first record, Con Clavi Condio, is another great one. Anyway, um, it's just a fun band. You got to know that it's cheesy, and you got to know a lot, a lot of the a lot of the songs. I got to say, are hit or miss. Most of them are hit or miss. But when they do it right, like this, like it's really, you know, well done and and like fun to listen to, and just like you know, pretty good. Like there's some really good riffs too, metal riffs that that will show up on some of these albums, you know. So anyway, um, well, let me just say that I I appreciate that you brought this band to the table, dude. Like. Saying that, hey, you know, it's hit or miss. Yes. But yes. this is a great band for the month of October. Yeah, it's a perfect man, perfect band for this month. And, you know, we're, what, 16 days from Halloween? Well, less than that by the time this episode comes out. So, yeah, yeah there you go. So, are we doing our first Metallica episode next week? Yeah, uh, this is the first time Metallica will have been played on this album. Or, I'm sorry, on this podcast, like we've, I've mentioned Metallica That's quite a bit, but this is crazy the first. To me. Yeah, I mean, the timing had to be right, you know. And Metal Month is the perfect time to do it. So we're going to talk about Ride the Lightning, which is their second album. And I gotta say, it's 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 quickly becoming one of my favorites of their first, you know, five records, right? Because you know, the kind of joke with Metallica is, you know, if you're a diehard Metallica fan. Well, there's two different camps, right? There's the people that their their love for Metallica stops at and Justice for All, and that's that's it. You know, there's a running joke that all oh, all the members died in a plane crash in in 1988, and you know, it's just like clones of them or something like that that started making music after that. <laughs> Is that a thing, dude? Yeah, I wouldn't know. It's because a joke. I'm not... You know, the reason they say that because once Black Album hit in '91. You know, they exploded and then they come out with load and reload and they drastically changed their sound, right? Yeah. I mean, I personally I I'm a fan of the black album. So I you know, I'm I'm of the camp that like, hey, you know, it's all gravy up to up to black album. And, and the black album on has album. one on it, right? No, dude. Fuck, <sighs> man. I don't My know God. anything, dude. I this is amazing to me, dude. Because <laughs> Metallica is like everybody's metal band, you know what I mean? If you're not mine, it's like it's like metal 101. Just you know, play play the black album or whatever. Mm-hmm. Play Master of Puppets. Anyway, sure. um, I liked Black Album because it was really the first album that I got into f- from them, right? Okay. And I remember, you know, like we were the we were the right age for Load and Reload. My brother was listening to that stuff. But anyway, um, obviously, Kill 'Em All through Injustice for All is primo Metallica. We'll get into all this next week, but yeah, yes, Ride the Lightning. Ride the Lightning is their second album, and there's a lot of reasons why it's 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 such a great album. You know, it's the last album that Cliff Burton was on as a bass player, and like it's the you know it's the first time that they really did like a really long like instrumental song. Like anyway, we're gonna dive into and all is, that. Is Cliff Burton the guy with the goatee? I'm just kidding. God damn, dude! <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking? Sorry. About. 
I don't think any of them have ever had a goatee, dude. <laughs> what? Kirk Hammett. True. I guess it's, I guess I guess Kirk Hammett has a goatee. Anyway, we're gonna get into all that next week. Um, all right, so that's that. Next week is uh, is gonna be Metallica, and uh, all roads have been leading up to this moment for me, Q. Really? Bringing Metallica to this to this podcast, sharing Metallica with you. I do. I'm gonna love it, man. I I like Metallica. I've the thing about Metallica, Metallica is there, there there there's nothing I can say that hasn't already been said about them as far as like history and all. So that kind of stuff. I hope that we're just gonna just dive right into the music. I think we will. Yeah. Uh, Good. You know, I might try to find some some clips or something like that. Some some interview clips of them from that era talking about it, or maybe even like you know James reflecting back on on Cliff or something like that. That could be kind of cool. But anyway, that's you know like I said. You don't need. You're not going to learn anything new from me on Metallica if you're a Metallica fan. But it's more about let's just play some tunes and just talk about what makes them so great. Fuck yeah, let's do it. All right. You can find us on the Pantheon Podcasts. Uh, you can go to their website, pantheonpodcast.com, uh, where you can find a link to our website, and you can also find a ton of other great musical podcast content. Uh, and that's that. So um, we will talk to you guys next week. My name is Travis. And my name's Quentin. Ladies on the Minjay. Don't put that in there. <laughs> it's going in there. What are we doing for the outro, dude? Uh, to play Con Clavi Contio, dude. What is that? It's a ghost song. It's Marcus in the Darkest. And Ray Coob here. The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll is a podcast for the lover of rock and roll. Like many of the other Pantheon podcasts, we take a unique look at the entire rock and roll timeline in a non-traditional fashion. We look at events, we look at movements, moments, albums, tragedy, celebrations, and more. These are what make rock and roll rock and roll. And it's why the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll is a juggernaut waiting for exploration and discussion. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.